السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ اشہد اللہ rather than just spending all of your time in sports or games <clears throat> taking part in sports and doing exercise is important because it enables a person to stay fit and if a person is physically strong and healthy and his uh he's uh, better able to worship and fulfill the rights of allah the almighty and his creation however your main focus at the ijtema and throughout the year should always be on increasing your spirituality and religious knowledge in order to gain secular knowledge and to advance in education the majority of amdi youth study very hard however in many cases the same effort and struggle is not being made for the sake of gaining religious knowledge hence the main reason we hold jalsas and ijtemas is so that all the participants can join together to elevate their spiritual 
and moral standards and increase their religious knowledge and to recognize that they should continually seek to better themselves. Most importantly, attending the Ishtama should focus Uh, the minds of all participants on the foremost requirement of strengthening their bond with Allah the Almighty. Most of you will be aware of the famous saying of Muslim in which he addressed Khudam by saying that nations cannot be reformed without the reformation of youth. <clears throat> These enlightened words have not only become the main slogan of Majlis Khudamul Ahmadiyya, but have also become the basis of its activities and schemes. However, it is not enough to merely repeat this slogan or to have it printed on posters or badges. Rather, you must understand its true meaning and the underlying philosophy behind these profound words. <clears throat> the reason Hazrat Muslim Aoud assigned this slogan to Majlis Khudam al was to emphasize how important it was for the youth to not only gain secular education but above and beyond this to constantly develop their relationship with Allah the Almighty. For example, when offering Salat, it should be, not be that you are standing there out of necessity to uh, superficially fulfill the requirement of your faith. Rather, you should enjoy every moment of prayer and cherish the opportunity to open your hearts before your beloved Creator. Those words, as Muslim Aoud uh, of as Muslim Aoud also demand that the members of Qudamul Ahmadiyya strive to increase their religious knowledge because having knowledge of Islam's teachings will automatically increase a person's spirituality and bring them closer to Allah the Almighty. Furthermore, only if an Ahmadi understands his faith can he become an example to others and show the world the beauties of Islam and remove the widespread misconceptions that exist about our religion. Thus, it is very important that every khadim 
does not simply repeat this slogan but also ponders over its meaning and grabs what it personally requires of them you should appreciate that it is not ordinary slogan but is actually the guarantor of the success and continued prosperity of our jamaat and indeed the pathway leading to the salvation and advancement of our nations these few words are in essence the means to take you towards fulfilling your life's purpose they reinforce and reiterate the fact that the success of our jamaat and our nation is directly linked to the spiritual and moral state of the youth if every khadim pays heed to this then it will enable them to follow the commands of god almighty and to stay away from immorality and wrong doing moving on we can all see that we are living in an era in which mankind is not only moving away from religion but is also hurtling away from a belief in the existence of god in such circumstances every ahmadi must prove to the doubters and skeptics that god does exist and that he is a living god and that islam is the final religion revealed by him do not under- underestimate your role in this effect uh, in this effort or consider it to be the job of other people to convey this message indeed amdi youth must lead this effort and wholeheartedly accept this great challenge of our time for this you must live your life in a way that fulfills the purpose of your creation and fulfills the purpose for which allah the almighty made this world if you success if you are successful you will be amongst those who are the recipients of allah's mercy and rewards and you will not only attain the fruits of your labor in spiritual terms but will also reap the benefits in your worldly endeavors allah the almighty will bless you in material terms because you give priority to your faith over all worldly matters and sought to reform yourselves in accordance with the teachings of islam for quite some time i have been mentioning the blessed uh, the blessed uh, the blessed uh, companions of the 
دی ہولی پروفٹ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ان مائی فرائیڈے سرمس دے ور دی اسٹیمڈ گروپ آف پیپل فار ہوم ہسٹری بیئرس وٹنس دیٹ دے ناٹ اونلی پلیجڈ ٹو گیو پریسیڈنس ٹو دیئر فیتھ اور آل ورلڈلی میٹرس بٹ مور امپارٹنٹلی دے فلفلڈ دیٹ پلیج ان دی موسٹ اسٹانشنگ فیشن دے اسپیئر نو ایفرٹ ٹو ڈسچارج دیئر اوتھ اینڈ گیو ایوری پاسبل سیکریفائس فار دی سیک آف دیئر فیتھ ایز اے ریزلٹ اللہ دا آل مائٹی انیبل دیم ٹو ایکسل ان اسپریچل اینڈ مارل ٹرمس اینڈ ٹو پلے این آؤٹ اسٹینڈنگ رول ان دی اسپریڈ آف اسلام ایٹ دا سیم ٹائم ہی آلسو بلیس دیم ان ورلڈلی ٹرمس سو دیٹ دوز ہو ورشپڈ ہم ڈے اینڈ نائٹ اینڈ ور ٹرولی اوبیڈینٹ ٹو دی ہولی پروفٹ آف اسلام صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سو دیئر ٹریڈ اور بزنسز تھرائیو ٹو دی ایکسٹینٹ دیٹ سم ایون بیکیم ملینئرس ان ٹو ڈیز ٹرمنالوجی ہائیور سچ ویلتھ نیور ٹک دیم اوے فرام دیئر فیتھ اور کوریپٹیڈ دیم ان اینی وے رادر اٹ لیٹ دیم ٹوورڈز ایون گریٹر سیکریفائسز فار دا کاز آف اسلام ہینس یو شوڈ آلویز کیپ ان ویو یور آبلیگیشن ٹو پرائرٹائز یور فیتھ اینڈ یو شوڈ کنٹینیولی ایویلویٹ یور ایفرٹس ٹو اسپریچولی اینڈ مارلی بیٹر یور سیلف دس از امپیریٹو ناٹ اونلی فار یور اون بینیفٹ بٹ آلسو فار دا بینیفٹ آف یور نیشن ایچ خادم شوڈ سرو ایز اے مینس آف پرائڈ فار دیئر کنٹری اینڈ بی امانگس دوز ہو ٹیک دیئر پیپل ٹوورڈز پیس اینڈ پروسپیریٹی ان ٹو ڈیز ورلڈ دا ٹریجک ریالٹی از دیٹ vast majority of people across society have forgotten their creator and have little or no idea how disastrous the consequences will prove to be if they fail to repent and reform. Therefore, every khadim should take on the responsibility of striving to save their nations from the punishment and anger of Allah the Almighty, which they are currently racing towards at great speed. It is up to you to guide the people of your nation and to bring them back towards God Almighty. For this, 
you must personally develop the highest standards of spirituality and morality. You must set an example of truthfulness and integrity and practice what you preach. To attain true righteousness, it is necessary, according to the command of Allah, to be regular in offering istighfar. The way to offer istighfar is not simply to ask Allah, the Almighty, to forgive your past mistakes or sins. Rather, you should not only look to the past, but should also look to the future. Thus, when seeking forgiveness for your previous mistakes, you must also be utterly resolute in your determination to stay away from such vices moving forward. Sometimes I am asked, uh, including by members of our youth, how a person can know if their sins have been forgiven and whether Allah has accepted their repentance. Of course, as ordinary human beings, we cannot expect to be explicitly informed from the, uh, the heavens whether each of our sins has been forgiven. Nonetheless, Allah the Almighty has himself taught us that if a person's effort, uh, if a person uh, uh, offers istighfar sincerely and is unwavering in his resolve of never repeating his past sins or vices, then it is safe to assume that his repentance has been accepted. This is the philosophy of istighfar, wherein a person is forgiven his past indiscretion when his heart is purified and becomes filled with hatred and, uh, for whatever sin or wrong act he was previously involved in. Conversely, if a person offers istighfar but continues to repeat the same mistake, it cannot be said that his contrition is sincere and so it will not be accepted. Therefore, it is essential to offer istighfar with sincerity and you develop a firm aversion to those wrong things you have done in the past. If you reach that stage, you can be fully confident that Allah has forgiven you and that the doors to his mercy, love and bounties have been opened up to you, both in this world and in the next. Apart from istighfar, you should, you should continue, uh, continually uh, uh, seek the help of Allah by repeating the prayer 
Edina Siratul Mustaqim. That is, guide us on the right path. This prayer should be offered with total humility and a firm intention to stay on the path of righteousness and to reject the advances of Satan, who constantly seeks to entice us towards engaging in the type of illicit and deceitful behavior that will surely incur the wrath of Allah. Hence, every Ahmadi, man or woman, young or old, having accepted the promised Messiah Islam and pledged to prioritize their faith over all worldly matters, should repeatedly offer this prayer in order to stay rightly guided. <clears throat> Always remember that being steadfast in your faith and showing perseverance is the way to protect yourself from wrongdoing. When a person shows even a hint of weakness or negligence in his faith, it is an invitation to Satan to take advantage and to guide him astray. In today's world, in all directions, there are countless temptations and attractions that can easily take a person away from their faith and towards transgression. For example, indecent television programs and films are constantly being broadcast or streamed and serve to, weak, uh, to weaken the moral fabric of society. Similarly, the influence of social media is ever increasing and many videos and posts are those which encourage or facilitate immorality. The same is true with many computer games that people play online, especially young children, children of the age of 12 to 15 or the other teenagers. Unquestionably, the harmful aspects of modern technology can easily take people away from God, away from the worship of Him, and over time weaken a person's faith in the existence of God Almighty. Accordingly, if any of the Khudam or Atfal are falling prey to such vices, they should realize that they are letting themselves come under the utterly destructive influence of Satan. 
who proclaimed from the outset his intention to take people away from God. And Allah the Almighty has made it clear that those who end up in the clutches of Satan will be held accountable and punished by him. Remember, Allah the Almighty has given human beings a mind of their own and the right to choose between good and bad. By graciously sending his prophets to the world, Allah the Almighty has clearly distinguished between what is right and what is wrong. And those who oppose the prophets of God are those who are assisting Satan in his quest to destroy religion and believe in God Almighty. It is not exaggeration to suggest that in this era, more than ever before, society is engulfed by satanic influences. I have already mentioned how social media can harm a person's faith and take them on the wrong path. In addition, pornography, drugs, online gaming, gambling, immoral and inappropriate relationships, going to nightclubs, and many other things are amongst those satanic influences which are entirely harmful and are taking people away from God Almighty. Very regrettably, some members of our youth are also being lured towards these dangerous and immoral pursuits. As their minds become consumed by these worldly and superficial attractions, they neglect to offer istighfar. They forget that they have accepted the Imam of the age, the Prophet Messiah and Imam Mahdi. They even overlook the fact that they have accepted the Holy Prophet as the final law-bearing prophet and that the Holy Quran is the final law-bearing book revealed by Allah. It is a source of deep regret for me that there are members of our Jamaat who have more interest in keeping updated with the latest films and social media posts than they have in studying the Holy Quran, offering Salat and seeking to perform righteous deeds. <clears throat> Though our Jamaat makes a lot of efforts towards fulfilling the needs of others through khidmat khalq services to humanity, charities. The truth remains that the majority of the, the work is being done by a minority of our members. There are many who remain idle and fail to sacrifice their time and wealth for the benefit of mankind. 
Similarly, we cannot claim that a majority of Ahmadis are offering their prayers with the devotion and spirit that is required. Nor are they studying the Holy Quran deeply or seeking to act upon its instructions. <clears throat> Ultimately, we cannot claim that the majority of our youth are those who are truly giving precedence to their faith over all worldly matters. How then can we hope to reform our nations if we are failing to reform ourselves? This is the stark truth. And so until each and every one of us reflects upon our actions and seeks the help of Allah and repents before Him, we can never be truly successful or fulfill the real objectives of our life. In this regard, some people say that if Allah desires for us to reform them, uh, then He should reform us Himself. This attitude is wrong and ignorant. I have already explained that Allah, the Almighty, has given human beings free will. Also, some Ahmadis question the involvement of the Jamaat in creation matters which they consider as are their personal issues. Some things are indeed personal in nature. However, where a personal matter interferes with our religious duties, it becomes an issue for the Jamaat. Because as Ahmadis, we have all pledged to give precedence to our faith over all worldly matters. If an Ahmadi violates the demands of his faith, they are breaking their pledge. And so it becomes the duty of the Jamaat, whether at a Jamaat level or through the auxiliaries, to take action by trying to guide him back towards the right path. Therefore, always remember that if you weaken in your faith or become embroiled in uh, immoral or vain acts, the Jamaat's Nizam will seek to guide you and to explain the importance of reformation. Without doubt, Majlis Khudamul Ahmadiyya will and should constantly re remind the Khudam and Atfal about the importance of offering Salat and coming to the mosque. It is their duty to make it clear to every Khadim that a failure to observe these basic religious duties will take them away from their faith. <clears throat> Such matters do not remain personal but are a matter of concern to the Jamaat because if Ahmadis 
are not fulfilling the rights of Allah and are not prioritizing their faith over worldly matters, then they are not only hurting themselves, but also the Jamaat and the wider society. Where an individual weakens, it weakens the collective. And this is the core point underpinning the slogan that nations cannot be reformed without the reformation of the youth. If those amongst us are falling prey to wrongdoing and their spiritual, moral and practical standards are all declining, then how can we be those who reform others? Rather, we will ourselves fall into the arms of Satan and become spellbound by his influence and lead others astray. It will reduce the precious slogan of Khudam Ahmadiyah to an artificial motto comprised of hollow and meaningless words. Instead of benefiting society, such people will sow deviant and spread disorder. Instead of raising the moral and social standing of society, they will be lowering and debasing it. They will be a source of hindering the progress of their society and their nation rather than being a source of pride and honor for it. Thus, the Jamaat has a fundamental role to guide Ahmadis away from uh, immoral and improper activities. Of course, some things remain personal to us. However, even in those personal matters, there are occasions where it is the duty of the Jamaat to guide members and to inter, uh, intervene. For example, every person has the right to choose their profession or vocation. Islam permits people to establish businesses or to engage in commercial activities. I mentioned before how some of the companions of the Holy Prophet وسلم, had businesses or trade, uh, trade goods they, through which they, they, they acquired a lot of wealth. Thus, there is nothing wrong with earning money so long as it is earned lawfully and in accordance with Islamic values. For instance, Islam does not permit a Muslim to produce, keep, distribute, or sell alcohol, and the Holy Prophet cursed those who did so. Marriage is also a personal matter for each individual on condition that they are abiding by the instructions of the Holy Quran in this regard. Thus, no one has the right to compel a person to marry against his or her will. 
if an Ahmadi man finds an Ahmadi woman, he likes and she consents, then they are free to marry. And their parents should help them in this regard. However, a man should not marry merely to satisfy his, his sexual desires. And so, to ensure the sanctity and true value of marriage is understood and upheld. The Jamaat guides Ahmadis on matrimonial issues where needed. In short, when Ahmadis engage in immoral activities, even in their personal dealings, it is the duty of the Jamaat to protect and preserve the integrity and righteousness of our community as well as the wider society by guiding them towards reformation. Satanic influences in the modern world are, are ever increasing and are being used to curb religion and to weaken moral standards. And the only way to save ourselves from such harmful things is by turning towards Allah the Almighty and bowing before Him. This is true for every person, no matter how pious they are. And this is the reason that even the prophets who were pure in character offered istighfar. For example, we see in chapter 12 of the Holy, uh, verse 454 of the Holy Quran, how has Yusuf sought the help of Allah, the Almighty, by praying in the following words? And I do not hold my own self to be free from weakness. For the soul is surely prone to enjoin evil, save that where, whereon my Lord has mercy. Surely my Lord is most forgiving, merciful. Here we see even a, pers a person who was destined to be prophet and later on or even he, we should consider him as a prophet of God affirmed that without the help of Allah and without his mercy it was not possible for him to be saved from the wrong path if even the noble prophets require Allah's grace and mercy to be saved, then what can be said of an ordinary person? Surely, it is only by turning towards Allah with true sincerity and humility, seeking his forgiveness and compassion, that a person can remain on a right path. Most certainly, it is the foremost duty of every single person who has accepted the promised Messiah al-Islam to pay heed to this 
message. The alternative is that a person remains negligent and fails to fulfill the pledge that made that he made when taking the bath of the Prophet. Do not be under the illusion that failing to fulfill one's pledge is a small matter. Rather, in the Holy Quran, Allah the Almighty has said that each person will be held accountable for their pledges. At the very minimum, every person should be honest and courageous and free from hypocrisy. Thus, if a person do not want to follow the teachings of Islam or do not want the Jamaat to guide him, then openly declare that he is not a member of the Jamaat. On the other hand, once you have taken bath and pledged to give precedence to your faith over all worldly matters, you must seek to fulfill its demands to the best of your abilities. You must offer istighfar as much as possible so that you can be saved from the so-called freedom of the modern world, which are actually shackles that serve only to pull mankind away from the path of true prosperity. Each of you should pray that you are saved from modern-day uh, modern vices and that you remain pure of mind and free from all immoral thoughts and desires. Be ever determined to fulfill your pledge, most especially the fundamental pledge to give precedence to your religious religion over all other things. Be amongst those Khudam who truly understand that they have been given the duty to reform their nations and for this they must first reform themselves. Be amongst those Khudam who are determined to unite the whole world in a firm belief in the unity and oneness of God Almighty and those who play their role in bringing mankind together under the glorious banner of the Holy Prophet Muhammad These are the values that must be instilled within us and it, it is to embed these values that we hold Jalsas and Ishtamas. It is my ardent and heartful, uh, heartfelt prayer that the members of Majlis Khudamul Ahmadiyya and Athalul Ahmadiyya are those who cherish and protect their Islamic values and realize that their every success will be based upon staying true to their core identity as Ahmadi Muslims. Otherwise, your pledge and claim will be rendered hollow and will be grounded in hypocrisy. And hypocrisy is a vice that is not only hated by religious people, but also by other worldly people. At the end, I pray 
that may Allah the Almighty instill in your hearts nobility, purity, and may you live your lives upholding the highest morals and spiritual standards. May you continually fulfill the rights of Allah the Almighty and of his creation at every juncture and amongst uh, and uh, uh, juncture and moment of your lives. May the Almighty continue to bless Majlis Khudam in all aspects. Amen. Now join me in silent prayer. I mean...